Good evening and welcome to Xbox Taverns X Pod Tavern episode 77th. I uh, on a lovely Sunday evening at 8 pm. Ish. Ish. I am uh, yeah, always a bit ish. 15 it minutes is not bad. Come seems on. Seems to get later and later ish every week. Well, we're uh, almost nine the other night. <laughs> true, true. Uh, I'm Jamie and I'm once again joined by Millie Man Ian. Hello, everyone. Ladies' favourite Daniel. Hello. Scottish Gruff Ross. Hello. And MPV Graham. Hello. Can we change that name to shit hair, Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 let's not, let's not pile on straight away. Come on, <laughs> eh? He's been off for like the last six weeks. Let's be nice to him. I was going to say, I might go again for another six weeks. Jesus. There's some money on that colour on these hair. It's, it's like, what's wrong with it? How what's, are you, Daniel? What's right with it is the right question. Being relentlessly teased, how are you? Welcome uh, back. Well, yeah, it was a bit of a welcome back, wasn't it? Jesus. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How is, how is everyone? Have we remembered to record? Go live? You record then, and, and we're already live, yes. So. We've got it under oh. control. Ian, before we get right. any further, competition. I can't remember if you, you hadn't finished last time we spoke on podcast anyway. Yes. But how so did it go? How did it go? Did you win? We you didn't win. Master. Oh. We, so in the team side, we came runners up. It's the second. And in the solo competition, I came third. So a bronze medal. Can't complain. Golf clap for everybody. Golf clap. <laughs> so you were the first loser. Yes. Yeah. Best of the rest. Best of the rest. <laughs> yeah, because the other two were insane and they were the top team. So I'm saying best of the rest. Okay. <laughs> well, well done. It was a long, hard slog to get all of those Gs. Now it's time to rest, relax and play some decent video games. Oh, that's questionable as well. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I suppose we'll get into that later on. Cool. Shall we get into the news then, gentlemen? I think we Let's should. Do it. Let's do this. Let's do this. Top story of the week is... Well, it kind of, I think it was last Monday, wasn't it? So we just missed it by a matter of hours, I think. Um, Embracer Group acquires Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, and their studios from Square Enix. Um, so basically, if you're not familiar with Embracer, they've basically been slowly, well, I was going to say quietly, but quite loudly and quite slowly buying up studios left, right and centre. They've bought, I think there's something, they've got something like about 81 studios now or something stupid like that. And they're... They've um, got 100 and something odd games in development, supposedly. Uh, let me just see if I can find it. Uh, yeah, basically, on last Monday, they acquired all of Square Enix Western development houses and IPs like Deus Ex, Thief, Tomb Raider, uh, and then, obviously, Crystal Dynamics. Uh, what was the other ones they bought? Sorry, remind me, Idos Montreal and Square Enix Montreal, which, again... Encompass the games I've mentioned, as well as other ones such as Legacy of Cain, which has been quite a quite a sort of cult following and quite a big call for that to come back at some point. Uh, yeah, so, so yeah, so they've got they bought some some world renowned studios, some fantastic IP, and they paid a whopping three hundred million USD for it, which compared to Microsoft's acquisition of Bethesda. Activision. And Bethesda and Sony buying Bungie and even uh, who was one recently Embracer I think they bought Gearbox for yeah, Gearbox. one point something billion dollars just something Gearbox. Like so what this, was the Bungie deal? That was like that was three billion from from Sony. <laughs> yeah, but this I mean three hundred million for Tomb Raider, Thief, and Deus Ex as well as the teams that come with it and however other many titles that they've got hold of now seems like a that's bit a of a pretty good deal. I think yeah. someone's been bugged off a bit. Here. Yeah. Uh, well, there must be a reason why they're going so cheap. This is or the cheaper. Point. 
this is the point. Graham, what, what do you think? Why do you think they got them for such a fucking bargain price? Um, well, in the grand scheme of things, that's obviously still a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Pocket change, what are you on about? Yeah. Phil keeps that in the back of his sofa. <clears throat> the, I mean, they've kind of been a lukewarm releases of the last kind of ones. They haven't been terrible by any stretch. But I mean, like the Deus Ex and the Tomb Raider, they haven't been sort of riding high, like Game of the Year's kind of in that brackets. They've been all right. I mean, no one said that the last Tomb Raider was terrible. But it's, yeah, they've kind of been a bit lukewarm, I suppose, for a while. So they're sort of limited. Like, is anyone excited for an, another one of those or for the next Deus Ex in the series? But I know that, but I mean, like, massively. Like, yeah, can't general. wait compared to some of the others. Yeah. Yes, definitely. If there's another Deus Ex, fuck yes. <laughs> I mean, I the last one, choice. what was the last one? It was um, Mankind Evolved. Human... No, Human Evolved oh, or something. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. So, Mankind okay. Divide, I think it was. I missed Mankind that divided. one. The one that came before it. Fucking that amazing. That was Human Evolution. Oh, yeah. that was fantastic. And then this one, I've seen really mixed or really, really mixed reviews about it. I was like, mm, I've got it. I bought it for like I, £3. I was going to say, I bought it when it was on sale for about £4. And I got about an hour in. And I was like, I'm not feeling this right now. No. And I never got back to it. Spencer's just like sitting there like, come play me. That was a day please. one for me. Fucking brilliant. Loved it. <laughs> yeah, and the releases weren't that long ago were they they were in the last what four or five years five yeah, yeah. man um mankind divider was 2016 i want to say so unless they've been cooking on it uh, since they released yeah that. i was about to say have yeah, they even announced that like, the next one's in the line well if that, they haven't even started on that yet that was <laughs> supposed to be a trilogy and they did two and then because the as, as square enix like to say it failed to meet our expectations they just ignored it and they never finished it off um so hopefully in our Embracer of Golden they can start to bring them back. Uh, I know you're not a big stealth game player, Gray, mm. but you, you mentioned some interest in Legacy of Kane just then. That's not stealth as such. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm trying to involve you, sir. Oh, right. <laughs> Before yeah. we talk about, <laughs> talk about Thief <laughs> if you want, because I fucking love Thief. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, no. Wrath of Kane. I played a, a couple of those ones. They were, they were pretty decent games. Although, to be fair, I think it was like 360 when I last played one of those. I don't know that's when the last one came out, but yeah, yeah, no, I enjoyed playing through that one. It's just a, a completely like a weird dynamic to it, but yeah, I remember enjoying that one. So, yeah, any one of those would be one go miss. Nice. Well, hopefully, we'll see something because again, like I said, a lot of online Twitter fan people, oh, I bring back Legacy of Kane, bring back Legacy of Kane, and now, now that it's under a group that seems to don't not mind spending money on developing sort of mm. mid tier game type things as well. Uh, we might have, you know, might never, might even, might get to see another one at some point in the near future. Yeah, I remember it having a good lore to it, like a good story, background story yeah. to it. So yeah, definitely, obviously with next gen and everything, it should be way decent for what comes yeah. next. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Ian, SpaceX, Thief, could we get a good Thief now? I didn't mind the last Thief. I actually surprisingly, mm. I'm probably one of the few people that actually enjoyed the last, the 2014 version. Um, a bit cack though, wasn't it? It was a bit <laughs> compared to the compared to the previous ones. Don't get me wrong, yeah, but I still thought it was. What am I the thief remake? That'd be fucking brilliant. Hmm. So rather than try and make a whole new story, just remake the older ones. Bring, bring back Deadly Shadows. That was the best one in my books. I really loved that game. Yeah, I think if they can remake them instead, people would buy. It. People would lap it up. Especially if you do the whole Resident Evil kind of thing, you know, where it's all from the ground up. I mean, you just perked my ears up, Ian. Let's talk about Resident Evil for the next half hour. Do you reckon now? Uh, yeah, so yeah, we'll, hopefully we'll get new new thief, new um, 
I was about to say Dishonored then. Ooh, but, Ross, Daniel, I don't know if you guys are Tomb Raider fans. What do you reckon? Because they just announced a new Tomb Raider, didn't they? Or that they're, that they're working on it. So Supposedly, this was in order to bump the price up, which obviously I don't know if it had much of an effect if they're selling for that much. <laughs> but uh, are you excited for a new Tomb Raider? I know I am. But The last few ones I've played, I've loved. I thought it would been like amazing. Like the was that was that a trilogy? Yeah, there was there was the reboot. Then there was um, Rise, and then there was Shadow. Shadow. Yeah, and so, now it's reloaded as a new one. Yeah, so like Rise and Shadow were fantastic. Like totally different spins on what you expect Tomb Raider to be. Um, and I, I thought it were fantastic. Like they looked amazing. They played really well. They still had the classic. She should have. She should have died a lot though. She should have shit died a lot, and she had some fucking whack deaths as well holy shit i feel like they toned it down in the later games but the first one in particular was particularly those people did not like miss croft not in the slightest Um, so no those those two were fantastic um so if they're a bigger better version of those two then definitely i'd love another turn reader game i'm right so embracer could bring it down daniel uh, I've, I've run out of games but anything float your boat that we've mentioned it isn't a complete game so i don't know i completed one of the tomb raiders i'll one. um i'll take that so i think it was the first one i completed i will take another tomb raider definitely um but just on the price do you think that the price was 300 million because two companies that you would expect to buy those were in deals so obviously sony is <laughs> working out the deals with um, Bungie. Bungie, thank you. And then Microsoft are obviously in theirs with Activision. So mm. are they allowed to purchase anyone else? Yeah, if you take kind of a couple of the big players out of the game, all of a sudden... yeah, There's no bed and water or anything like that. It is, with, it is what it is. We are here, we can, be, well, we can bust you out and give you more financial stability for your employees. This is what we're offering. Precisely. And if Square always go, oh, this didn't meet our expectation, well, people are going to go, well, if it didn't meet the expectation, I'm not paying top dollar yeah. for supposed games that won't bring, you know, good revenue back. Avengers. <clears throat> but I mean, the crazy thing is the last Tomb Raider, like you were saying, it's been it's not the best well-received one out of the three, but it's still really good. I think it sold something like five million copies. And then they were, oh, I didn't really, didn't really do as well as What? How many? Well, this, what do you expect at the fucking GTA levels of sales? What's well, that's the you? other thing. What is their expectation on sales? I think I heard on another podcast that it, are they trying to? Do, everything is um, kind of put up against. Um, oh God, Final Fantasy. And if it his, doesn't hit yeah. the dizzy heights of Final Fantasy, then it doesn't meet their expectations, which is ludicrous. Yeah, because the same with what was it Guardians of the Galaxy as well. That's well renowned, high reviews, lots Brilliant of sales, game. and then people like. A square sort of oh, well, it could have done better. Yeah, it could have done better, but it still did fucking yeah. brilliantly. Yeah. So, it, yeah. yeah, it's just it's shocking. It is absolutely shocking. But. I saw um a, a very quick rumor while I was looking around earlier on from Mr. Greg Miller. Apparently, he's heard that part of this this sale of uh, these studios to Embracer was to f- basically free up the Japanese side of stuff, which would then is in talks or could potentially be sold to Sony as well, like um. Bungie oh, were just okay. saying so, so that the could be so they half. could have been like literally just get rid of we're not getting about the American guys anymore they can you do what make have them make great games for you instead we'll go and worry about like you said Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy Fantasy yeah and probably a bit more Final Fantasy let's remake the remake again why not um, but yeah so <laughs> that could that from the ground be, uh, up yeah <laughs> an all new spuffing 4k Final and Fantasy right. X2 
<laughs> Is that the one we get to play dress up? No, that's, that's the too. one there you can just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, hopefully we'll see these guys continue to develop some decent games. Obviously, the new Tomb Raider Online World 5 are excited for. Uh, new Thief, Desire, I didn't see that again. Deus Ex, Legacy of Kane. And uh, apparently here in this article on Windows Central, said they've got 50 other back catalogue titles, but they don't list them uh, name by name. So I'm sure there's plenty of other decent hidden gems in there. Um, but yeah, we shall see. Hopefully, uh, the only worry I have with Embracer is that they, like I said, they've spent the last couple of years just buying studios left and centre. They bought all of THQ's stuff. They bought Gearbox, like I said. Um, uh, was it 4A games? Uh, all these sort of, what you'd call like double A developer type things, and they've got so many like things on the go, plate spinning. I'm, but I don't think I've seen anything come out yet. And it's nothing been, will come out now. Yeah. So are they actually going to? Are they just buying it up to try and hopefully sell it off to the next highest bidder again? Say, or are they just the building it up for that? Yeah. Well, Gearbox has just brought Wonderlands. So. Yeah, I mean, well, Gearbox it was was doing all right on its own, wasn't it? But they're yeah. they're sort of. They're just picking up people left, right, and centre. Yeah. They're not really doing a great deal with it. Um, but hopefully, touch wood, this will allow. Although, depending on when Wonderland started, if it was under the Embracer group, if that's the quality of games that they're going to be bringing out, then it's not looking good because Wonderlands is not sitting well with the Borderlands community. Yeah, I've, I've seen a few uh, yeah. mixed, fair to middling opinions. Yes. Um, yeah, we shall see. We shall see. Fingers crossed, eh? Anyway, next story, please, gentlemen. And probably the most exciting story of the week. Get ready, get settled, prepare yourself. It's time to talk about Fortnite. Oh, oh. yeah! So this week, uh, Xbox announced that Fortnite is coming back to iOS uh, and oh, yeah. Android via, excuse me, via xCloud Gaming. And this is the important part, for free. For free. For free. So I'll just read a quick bit of this, what they say. As part of our mission to bring joy and community uh, bring the joy and community of gaming to players wherever they are and to make gaming more accessible to people around the world. I'm excited to announce that we've partnered with Epic Games to make Fortnite available on supported browser-enabled devices for free with xCloud Gaming Beta in 26 countries. Uh, this means starting today, if you love Fortnite, you only need two things to play in cloud-supported markets. Microsoft account and a phone, basically. Uh, either Apple or Android or a PC with a, with a browser. Um, it's it's basically a free version of xCloud that you can play Fortnite on. All you've got to do is sign in with your Xbox gamer tag, which I did the other day, and it works fucking brilliantly, quite quite honestly. <laughs> I've played a, uh, probably a couple of hours on it like while the kids have been having dinner or, or what have you, and put, there's been a couple of small lag spikes and obviously the network outage, which we'll get into in a minute. But yeah, fucking brilliant. And for free, you don't even need the ultimate subscription. You just need a, a browser. Lads, anyone? Anyone interested? Does this tempt anybody else to play more fucking Fortnite? No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I can play on my console, sure. Yeah, I can um, play it on my console if I want to. I can play it on my you PC. Go, if especially if you're going fishing with Pete, then I'm like, thanks. Yeah. It's a perfect yeah. time. Sit, sit on your couch, got your phone in hand, go do a bit of fishing. I can sign Get up for advice. an Epic account on my PC and play it through the PC. You can. can you fish while sitting on the toilet? <laughs> I mean, if I take my laptop, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean that's a whole another kettle of fish. If I'm getting, if I'm yet. scraping the bottom of my okay. barrel for that, then yes, yes, I can. <laughs> uh, well, I've, I've, i personally, like I said, I found it great this week. Just while, while the TV's been occupied or 
while I've been just lounging on the sofa to have a quick jump into a quick game. It loads fast. Uh, it was easy to set up and use, and it just gives me another excuse to grind some more quests in my search for level 100, which special guest Pete hit last night, the cheeky bastard. <laughs> um, so I'm a bit behind him at the minute. Graham, are you interested? Are you, you going to play any more Fortnite? And are you going to play it via the cloud, importantly? Uh, I'll probably play it by the cloud on the console, so it saves having to install it, just in case I am on when you guys want to sort of party up and stuff. But that's probably about it. I don't really enjoy the game that much. That's fair enough. That's, fair. See, that's a good shout. Much like all the other games you can play via the cloud, this one, you can just jump on the Edge browser, play it, you haven't got to install it. You, you know which game we should have tried to play on the cloud? Dead by Daylight, AJ. That would have been a great <laughs> idea, wouldn't it? <laughs> if, only it if only it had been obvious that it was all the cloud. Oh, it was just there, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Ian, Dan, do anything for you? Well, I just got confused by the stream. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I don't mind playing it, don't get me wrong. Um, but I'll have a play it on a console when it's like because I always worry that I might get lag spikes or yeah. get dropped off and you're like you know especially when you're going near the wind and sometimes I find it really fiddly especially with touch touchpad yeah um, I'd rather just grab the controller and play properly if I'm going to play it well they've got um, bespoke controls now as well haven't they that's part of the the whole thing for iOS not that you're an iOS device man but yeah they said they've got bespoke um, controls now don't they for yeah, so like all the other touch controls, they got like on-screen controls. And it also, I don't think it's done it in any other game. It moves like the HUD around as well. So traditionally in Fortnite, you've got your health in the bottom left, I think it is. And then you've got your items in the bottom right. But if you use some touch controls, it moves them around so you can still see them while your thumbs are sort of covering the screen, which I thought was pretty neat because like I, said, I don't think any other game's done that yet. Um, and it also has a few other quality of life things, like if you're playing... On, again on touch controls it gives you uh like a circle you know in something like far cry when you're being shot and it shows you where you're being shot from yeah. you've got like a circle of damage like that mm. but for items and for weapons and for people around you so it will show you someone's run past you to your right or a tank's driving to your left or there's a chest you just run past without you being able to hear it um which i thought was really pretty cool and actually come in handy quite a few times as well because i couldn't really hear what was going on did um, you get any wins with it or uh have i won on the cloud i think i've won once on the cloud um, but mainly, I've just been trying to grind quests. I've really, really been trying to win because I don't need to. Isn't that the whole up. fucking point of Fortnite is to try and win? Yeah. Well, yeah, quests. but there's also loads of quests to do as well, which I've been trying to do to get my V bucks back that I spent on on Jill and, and Chris. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Did no, you see the tweet? No, Sorry. Dan, stop dragging them down a rabbit hole. What tweet? Just... No, I'm actually curious now. What tweet? No, that uh, so who? Someone from Microsoft tweeted out like all part of this. Yes. Fortnite is now on Game Pass, blah, blah, blah. And best of all, there is no Apple uh, tax. Yes. There's no 15% Apple tax. Was it 15% or 10%? 30%, sorry. Apple tax, which um, I did find quite amusing. But that was a nice little kind of dig. Yeah. And they also added Marcus Chief, uh, Marcus Chief, sorry, Master Chief and Marcus Phoenix. There we go. Yeah. Can you imagine Marcus Chief? Jesus Christ. Fucking unstoppable. Fuck messing with that. Uh, Back to the store, which was which was tempting for a minute, um, and th- yeah, it's, it's really good, especially with a, if you've got a, uh, what have I got the Nacon like cloud gaming controller or the Ra- Razer Rikishi, and um, all that sort of stuff. The backbones, you're laughing. It, it works perfectly with them as well. Uh, but they've said this is the first free to play game they've added, obviously, and they want to try and add more. So would something like Apex, Ian, or 
uh, Warzone or any, anything, get anyone else interested to play on the cloud when they're having a cheeky shit or something. <laughs> that would be quite fun, you know. Have a quick go, Apex. I'll be yeah. on toilet for tw- I'll be on toilet for twenty minutes. Can normally get to the end. <laughs> uh, it's um. It's I mean, I wouldn't want PUBG on the toilet. God. Oh Christ. <laughs> Jeez. Still losing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good way Don't to send bring... out the search party. What's wrong with <laughs> exactly. you? Yeah. I've only just landed. Christ. Yeah. Doctor Surgeon's like, fuck, there's been a lot of piles in this area recently. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. <laughs> the um the it's a good way of getting people in to try cloud gaming as well, just to sign up because it's free. Yeah. It gives yeah. them that and Obviously, then they'll be able to see the app and go, oh, my God, I could play this game and this game. So it's quite a smart marketing ploy by Microsoft. Yeah, and using it with the, the biggest game in the world is, oh, yeah. is uh, a bit of a touch of genius, as they would say. Of course. Um, but, yeah, so we hopefully we'll, we'll get some more Fortnite players now. Some more noobs for me to kill while I'm trying to fish and they get some my bots. way. Yeah, some bots. Yeah, all the bots. Please, more bots. Yeah, yeah real. <laughs> They're nice and easy to kill. That's what Dan uh, plays on. Dan plays like those sort of games until the bots start coming into the lobbies. Like once they stop, he's like, I'm done. Finish it. I get my W. Yeah. Get my dub. Got my dub for my bots, and that's me. Yeah, that's so it. He's done. Yeah, he's happy. Can't right. tell if they're bots or not. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's move on from Fortnite, shall we? Because I've, I've I've that's pretty much all I played this week, which is terrible. I should have played a lot more other games, but let's move on. But speaking of like cloud gaming and just gaming in general. There was a bit of a shitter this last couple of days. The network's been down. Uh, it's been having issues, which resulted in people not even being able to launch games that they purchased, let alone cloud gaming or Game Pass subscriptions, stuff like that, which is a bit of a kick in the dick because I really wanted to start, um, what's it called? True Colors. Life is Strange. True, true Colors last night. See our true colors. Thank you, Ian. Um, but I couldn't do it, so that's why I ended up going back to Fortnite. Oh, why was me? Did anybody else have any issues over the last couple of days? Yes. No. Well, I'd, I it was. I think it was like. I think it's been going for quite a while, hasn't it? Because I think it's, I had it like been like three or four days. I think it's. Yeah, it's intimate. I had like Sunday night, Monday morning, a few things. Where I was trying to pop achievements and like nothing's popping. What the fuck's going on? Keep reloading <laughs> the game just to try and get them to actually trigger. Hmm. But yeah, apart from that, that's the only time I had it. Was I think it was Sunday night after the podcast. We had a few issues then. So the, so far been yeah. So the main issue with this, really, obviously, by now everybody in their dog game shares, so we can we we don't need to be like ah winking a nod. Yeah. Um, but obviously that requires you to share set your home console with someone else's. So again, because I share with Gray, I was trying to play some games that I owned, and it wouldn't let me load anything up. I could only play stuff that he owned because of the way the setup is. Um, but even people who who aren't game sharing supposedly had and had their console set as their home one were un- unable to play anything but dispaced games for a while. Yeah, so, I think I had another issue as well where it was like I was trying to launch a game because you have to be online to play this game. I was like, I am online. Yeah. Like, what's going on? So you have to be online. It's like I'm online. Like, and then I was like, well, the game loaded, then I'm like, you have to be online. It's like I am online, press A. Let's get through this. Yeah, the only thing I could load up last night was Fortnite and Minecraft, which I think I'd sick with Fortnite, thank you. But the um yeah it's got people talking about like drm and and the whole way the system works do you think i know obviously game sharing is a bit of a cheek because you kind of effectively get two copies of the game for the price of one and everybody gets to share the love and all that but do you think there's a better way they could handle it by not requiring you to be online 
all the time like do a like a, a weekly login like i saw suggested somewhere or a monthly login rather than every time you turn on a console you've got to log in to check that you own the games you own even though you've already paid for them no this happened with the 360 mm-hmm. no the same there's some sort of network issue somewhere isn't there and yeah. if it happened with the 360 god when was it was it 20 i can't even remember what it was and it was out for a few days wasn't it and yeah, everyone was, got is that the one over christmas you're talking about yeah like yeah, a, yeah. It, crashed the system didn't it yeah. servers went down as much as you want to think that it'll always be okay at some points networks and internet is going to go down isn't it yeah. it's but then just once you've done that you you've stuffed yourself basically you can't access any games that you'd want to play necessarily yeah. uh, which is not ideal but again I, the way i look at it is it's a necessary risk for the for being able to share your game library with yeah. a friend or or have access to Game Pass stuff like that. Um, Ray, you said you didn't have any problems. Did you? Do you have any thoughts on DRM or this whole situation at large? Yeah, well, the, yeah, I think that was the, the main issue that when this whole thing started with being digital only, that you had to be online the whole time to sort of enjoy it. There's no way they're going to backtrack from that now. I think there's too much risk of them allowing to play too much offline content because it just yeah opens it up to, I suppose, some sort of piracy because you can just leave the games on there in an offline state for others to kind of play. Um, but no, I didn't have too many kind of issues. I did get the same thing, Ian got, uh, you said you have to be online, but yeah. it was only kind of like a five, 10 minute intermittent thing kind of here or there. It wasn't frequent, but it was kind of there. Um, but yeah, I didn't really notice any sort of massive major outage on it anyway. That, that, like I said, that, that was the same message I got. I finally got to sit down to play Life is Strange. I was like, yes, I'm going to start it. No, not happening. <laughs> so Fortnite is. But yeah, it all seems to be better now. Hopefully, um, everybody's been able to play. And perhaps Everyone's there could happy. be some yeah, some sort of um, learnings or whatever from this. I mean, they're obviously far smarter than, than we are. So they will know what they can and can't possibly do. But yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll get something out of this. Some new processes and it won't go down again and probably until christmas when everybody fucking rushed their network and shit the bed again however that's enough negativity for one day eh? Power positivity. let's go back to positivity uh three four three admit hate oh shit <laughs> the wrong way here. so has anyone checked out infinite uh season two yet because i haven't even tried daniel has. it doesn't sound good daniel t- tell me about halo infinite seasons two regulars Preferably off mute. That would be nice. I've been playing games, guys. I've been playing games. <laughs> it's a well fucking done. miracle. That's what we like to hear and see. I, t- I had to take t- six weeks off to do it, but I've done it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to play yeah. two games. Yeah, to play two games. Um, it's okay. They've reworked some uh, some of the Battle Pass. So instead of feeling like you're... Um, after like two games, you'd always go up a level. I think they've changed it again where you, you're getting an XP, which is pants. Um, last Spartan Standing, the new game mode, um, it's because I am shit at the game, is awful. <laughs> um, so you fight against, I think it's eight other Spartans. You have five lives. So I didn't last that long. That's the same like Battle Royale-ish. I was going to say, is this the supposed Battle Royale version? Yeah, yes. Halo? So it's um, 
it's I think a cross between kind of battle royale esque, and they always said it was esque. And um, kind of do you remember? Uh, do you remember the mode Fiesta mode where your guns kept changing? Except oh, they've yeah. got they've got a static ladder, so you start off with the pistol. You move up to the is it the brute's gun with um, six shots and the kind of the yeah. looks like a yeah. bit on the side. And uh, that's it. That's about as far as I got. Um, Shock. However, it's XP based. So as you're going through, you need to obviously kill one. You can upgrade <clears throat> the next one. You've got to kill like two or three people. It. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a fan on it. But like, as I said, I didn't. I was not good. Um, the map felt far too large for this grand scale battle. Is it um, on one of the new maps? Is it? It was one of the new maps. Um, oh god. I think I want to say it's Catalyst, but I, I can't confirm it's Catalyst. Basically, there was like yeah. different sections and levels. Yeah. It was like a lava pit. Um, yeah, so I'm not not happy about that. King of the Hill, however, was much more enjoyable. Um, you had to stay in the the spot to capture the point, but instead of your you had to get to three points to win the match, but you had like a ticker. So on each side, red and blue, as you captured the point, the longer you stayed in there, the more your kind of bar went, like a loading screen bar. And once you got to the end, obviously, you captured the point. But you could be like minuscules away, and the red team or the opposition could still win it, yeah. if that makes sense. Um, so I quite liked that. King of the Hill was fun um, and enjoyable. But I, I'm, I'm really lukewarm at the moment with season two. I'm not impressed. So have they actually improved the, the actual battle pass? Because that was obviously one of the big things that everybody was upset about, how cack it was. Well, what all they've done is thrown in... You can get coins now from the battle pass. So what yeah. is that what you used to buy the battle pass? Battle, yeah, so essentially, I mean, you would have to rebuy it to try and claim your money back. So that's two lots of money you'd have to give them for season yeah. one and season two. Yeah. Obviously, you've got that thing of changing the battle pass halfway through. So you can either work towards season one or you can work towards season two. But as I was, as I said, I was looking through it and I wasn't overly impressed because it's kind of, you can get a headpiece or you can get one shoulder pad, you can get another shoulder pad. It's not like Fortnite where you can work towards a full skin. Full skin or other accompaniments to go with it. But... Yeah, or like, you know, a, a, so it would be nice to have, I don't know, about a rifle with this weird spray paint or, you know, yeah. a gold spray paint. So you could do your Spartan all in gold. It just, I don't know. It yeah. doesn't seem the whole game feels that they've built it for live service microtransaction E, which obviously feels a bit dirty at times. Yeah. Especially um, considering how good the core gameplay of Halo is. Yeah, precisely. Um, but you don't even see your Spartan, do you? I know you mentioned it hmm. months Only back. Only in that very brief little, as they start the match, you sort of go yeah. to each team member, doesn't it? Yeah, and you're like, okay, cool. Um, all right, you can see your gun. So how you deck out your gun, you can see those sprays. Um, and it's cool to see other Spartans and see what they're dressed as. But you're, you're working towards your battle pass to deck out your Spartan, aren't you? Yeah. So if yeah. you can't see it, are you necessarily getting the benefits of it? Yeah, and and again, like you said, if it's boring stuff like, oh, I've got a new knee pad. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Well done. Wonderful. Go you. It's it's nothing unique enough that makes it a bit more noteworthy. 
Yeah, no, and they, yeah, they all look quite similar as well, don't they? It's all just robot parts, effectively, isn't it? Yeah, and I was going through, <laughs> I was customizing my Spartan, much to probably Ian's dismay, because I was playing with colors and everything else. And I'm just like, <laughs> you know what? It, I'm not as much as I, I, I really enjoyed season one. I'm more or less kind of much the same season two, mm. and then also throw in the fact that it's six months. Don't I? Well, it's six months this season. So oh, last sorry. season was six months. This season is six months. What's is it, it going to be in six months? Yeah, you know, battle passes are meant to last three it's months, long, aren't yeah. they? So it's it again. It's too long. Also, the um, God, the events are Fiesta. The event they did, I really enjoyed. I had loads of fun with it. But the other events, I've just been like meh. They did have one cool game mode. I actually did play a little bit as well over the week. Um, and there's attrition, and that was quite mm. fun. So, they yes. had attrition before. I've, yeah, I they had attrition before. Yeah, so they brought that back as one of the rotations. I never played it before, so I thought that was quite cool. We have a certain amount of lives, and then obviously when you run out of lives, you can go ahead and try and pick people up. Yeah, they die. Oh, and that was quite cool. cool. That was quite competitive because obviously, I think I one map. I did one map where it was like we. I think we got down to our line levels. I was like, oh, I was trying to run around. There's people chasing after me. I managed to get a couple of people up. And also they managed to get resurrect the whole team back and then we, we won because you know you slowly can kind of work your way around because of your one yeah. last one left. Most most people are rather than camping the be where people are dead to kind of make sure you don't keep, revive them, they'll go hunting for you and looking for you. Nice. I so. haven't I don't think I've played that all I haven't remembered playing that mode yet. So I'm, I need to have a look out, a look for that. Definitely feel like we need to squad up again though. Yeah, but I, de- I'm just gonna, I was going to say, I know we say this every week, but we definitely, I think this week, at some point, one night, I think we need to get a bit of I mean, the thing is, like, with with our Project Game Pass game that we'll review later, <sighs> this gives us the ability to do that. Yeah, Not we should. Way. I'm off that. As long as we give it down abuse like last time. Well, no. obviously. It's mandatory. I can't be as loud. can't be as loud. Uh, well, uh, yeah, well, we'll have a go, because I am I want to get into King of uh, King of the Hill. I love the King of the Hill mode as well. Uh, we had a great... We had great fun on. Was it? No, it was capture the flag. We was it, no, it wasn't yeah. capture the flag. There it was, was oddball. A, oddball. Oddball was great. Yeah. No, what was the one where you had to defend the zones? Oh, A, B, and C. I yeah. So that that, that mode as well, that which is very King of the Hill esque, sort of defending the oh area. domination kind of. Yeah, thing. something That's like that. Yeah. It's got a weird name for it. But the oddball yeah. one as well. Just what the fuck are you meant to do? <laughs> yes. All right. Done. You've heard it here first, live on the podcast. We've committed. Halo this week. Graham, you in? I'd definitely give it a go, yeah. Yes! <laughs> I hear Thursday nights. Uh, oh, no, you can't do Thursdays, can you? No, not Thursday. How about you? Oh, we'll, we'll talk about offline. Anyway, we'll play. <laughs> if anyone else wants to join us, hit us up. Let's do it. Right, anyway, let's move on because we're talking about Halo for too long. <sighs> I think that'll do for the news, actually, speaking of which. Uh, just very quickly, Summer Games Fest is back. Dated for June. Jeff Keighley's going to be all in, in our face for the next six months talking about video games uh, and probably teasing having a threesome with Hideo Kojima if he's <laughs> if his uh if his you know dreams come true anyway that's enough of that thank you very much for listening through the news segment if you make this far you're a fucking hero and we love you uh, gotta give us yeah where's Ross gone oh is I'm he still gone? here I've got something on my oh, all right we'll leave we'll leave Ross to sort himself out and I'll read through these little bits of plugs that I've got to do patreon.com slash xbox tavern we got a patron as everybody does it'd be great if you could support us it's help keep the podcast going uh, get better equipment, etc., etc. I want to give a shout out to Beth. She is our podcast superstar supporter at that tier, which is fantastic. Thank you very much, Beth. Thank um, you, Beth. 
there's uh there's a few other tiers and stuff as well again patreon.com slash xbox tavern go and check it out and it'd be fantastic if you could chuck us even a quid here and there just to give us a, a little bit of love it makes daniel very happy i'll be giving a shout out every week damn right uh you can all go on daniel sorry go on. i was gonna say she gets a t-shirt in six months time so i'll have we, to uh, uh get ross to per- deliver it personally signed by daniel himself it'll be mm. wet it'll be down or wearing it'll be wet oh. t-shirt Oh, it's doing so well as well. Right, anyway, <laughs> if you'd like to buy some your own T-shirt that Beth will receive without Dan's soppy signature over it, you can find us on Spring, for Believe Teespring, um, with the link which is in the description, or you can ask Jeeves for Xbox Tavern Teespring store. Uh, we've got T-shirts, hats, whatever kind of stuff on there. It'd be wonderful if you want to purchase something like that. That'd be tremendous as well. However, if you don't want to give us any money, no problem. That's, well, that's the way of the world, isn't it? But you can go to xboxtavern.com to read all of our written reviews and articles, uh, which is where the main stuff that we do is. You can find plenty of reviews, articles, opinions, etc., etc., on there. And you can also visit youtube.com slash xboxtavernofficial, which is where you are right now watching this podcast, hopefully. Hi, if you are. Um, you can subscribe, like, do all the other YouTube stuff that the YouTube people tell you to do on YouTube. Uh, but if you want, just want to listen to our dulcet tones, especially... Graham's wonderful. Give us a give us a beefy, beefy, bassy sound, Graham. Beefy, bassy sound. Oh, oh. oh Graham, don't talk to oh. me. Oh. Thank you very much. Oh. Uh, you can find us on podcast oh. services all over the place. Just search Xbox Tavern, Apple Podcasts, five stars, all that goodness, please. Re- leave yes. us a review and we'll read leave it out. Leave us a review and we'll read it out. I'll get Ian to read it out and his best. Uh, I'll, I'll think of some funny scenario for him to put, it, put in. Well, stealthily. Stealthily. <laughs> I can do stealth. I can do any scenario. Just give me my review and I'll yep. do any scenario you want. We'll, we'll do that. Nice. Thank you very much. Uh, and obviously other social media, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, et cetera, et cetera, at Xbox Tavern. You can find us there as well. That would be wonderful. Thank you very much. And if you want to join our Discord, again, down in there, down there somewhere. Why is Dan link. having a stroke? I don't know. We need one more. Uh, sub on TikTok to get a hundred. Just one more. On. Push us one over more. to hundred. I'm not doing it, Dan. Sorry. I guess I should sub as well, Rich, shouldn't I? I think I'm. Oh, I can't believe. <laughs> I think I'm subscribed. Hold on, let me just pull up the TikToks for a second. Oh, <laughs> let's check goodness. if we're anyway, actually subscribed. While, to this. while we make sure we're actually supporting ourselves, let's carry on with uh, with the show, shall we, gentlemen? Graham, we've got a question of the week this week. Really? I'm coming to you first. Good. I'm glad you're excited. <laughs> It's quiet. The, the, the wasn't coming up. That's fine. The question this week is pretty simple one, but we're going to go into it. Do you prefer multiplayer or single player games? Graham, tell me, would you rather play play on your own, play with yourself, or, play with yourself, mm-hmm. yeah, or with others? Yeah. So this is yeah. I wasn't too uh, big fan of this question just because it's one of those it couldn't really be either or. So I. Uh, phrase it in a way that you said what could you live without so i'd much prefer sort of living without multiplayer and sort of playing single players on the way through you want social yeah. bastard it just I mean it comes across as that way but sometimes when you're playing multiplayer you just want to enjoy the story you can't really do that in a lot of the other games with playing in multiplayer some obviously you can play through multiplayer but yeah others you can't that's fair enough that's fair enough so is is there any games that you that will have multiplayer which you would only choose to play multiplayer? You wouldn't play on your own. 
Um, no, not only play player multiplayer. No, no, no. I don't think that's yeah. No, that's what I mean. I'm not a whole dismiss or player altogether. That's what I mean. It's, it's why I didn't really like the question too much. And who doesn't love playing multiplayer? It's the way of sort of catching up and enjoying it that way. But it's more if you had to choose one, what could you live without more? It was just I put it that way, and yeah, shadow mode would work more. That's all right. Well, I like that spin on it, and I'm going to agree with you. Yeah, I wasn't trying to give you shit. Um, yeah, I, I, I would. I do tend to uh, play single player mostly, mainly because of timings. Obviously, we're not as young as we once were, and we've all got things going on. Um, but yeah, if I had to get rid of one, I probably would get rid of multiplayer as long as I can still play Fortnite on my own. That sort of excuse the loop somehow. Um, but the reason I asked you that question was because there's some games I would only prefer to play might play like Rocket League as much as I love that game I much more I much prefer to play it just with other people I don't tend to play it on my own so much anymore right I see what you mean now yeah yeah like that's uh, that's kind of what I've sort of put in mind like co-op if I'm playing multiplayer like, so if I'm grouping up with a group of people or if it's a game like Borderlands for example which is always better when you're playing as a group of people yeah it's great okay. to get the storyline but you get more enjoyment from the game if you're playing it in a group yeah that's great that's that's like the the caveat to the playing multiplayer but then i would prefer most games to just play single player but there is certain games where co-op takes the game up to a certain level that makes it worthwhile playing it in co-op instead of getting the story just by yourself yeah i agree like i would never ever play for example gears exactly yeah gears perfect co-op game never played it solo and the experiences i've got from gears are because of how great it's been playing it in co-op. The first time I killed Ram on the highest difficulty, the whole tactics that we used to get him down and when it eventually cutscene popped, the celebration between it, that was all so brilliant because it was done with one of my mates. Yep. And there's so many other games, like, for example, Destiny. Yeah. I mean, even Halo. I would never... I wanted to play Halo with co-op. I'm still waiting to the solo story mode with someone. So, you know... <clears throat> those games do need kind of multiplayer. So I'm more leaning on towards multiplayer. So especially for me, I kind of love my Battle Royales at the moment, other than not Fortnite though. But, you know, they're great fun to play with oh, other people because you've got that communication and that whole banter as well, you know, where you're having fun with it and enjoying yourself along with actually winning. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Daniel, <laughs> I, uh... are you, are you going to round us out with a single player? No, 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 I am all multiplayer. I love to to dominate my multiplayer matches, as Ian knows. I can I can clutch a win somehow. Somehow, somehow. Um, I've, I've seen the clips, don't worry, I've got you back. But wait a minute, hold on. Did you say clip? My, clip. My, my headset cut out there. Did you say clutch or get carried? I got the winning kill. I mean, it, Ian told me exactly what to do. That's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't get his audio in the clip I posted. But yeah, I, I think <coughs> games are enhanced in multiplayer. The only the only thing I slightly disagree with is the like story mode games. I am all about the single player because I am frigging all over the shop. So if I'm not listening to the story and know what's going on, that's it, I'm out. So I couldn't do Halo first time round co-op because I would lose the freaking story. I'd have to play it single player first. Yeah. I but, see what you mean. Like sometimes you do really want to skip ahead. Um, d- so you've got to kind of play then again. Okay, go another game. Um, like for example, it takes two or a way out. Brilliant games. Like oh yeah, super. Games. 
So, you know, there's Monday. always those, some, there's some games where you just have to play with Co-op. But there are also other games where, even though they have Co-op um, abilities in it, um, you'll find playing a single player. But yeah. I think most games that have the actual Co-op element in the game, in the actual game or in the actual story, you have to play it. For example, another one that I hate, I hate so much, Dead Pace 3. So much better in Co-op. Because um, obviously you have to, the other person gets to suffer with you. <laughs> but yeah i think it's it's what you're used to and also because we're all different individuals obviously we consume that story different ways and then you've obviously got the feelings that go with it and like ross saying you know the first time defeated ram on the highest difficulty with his mate um yeah so but i am multiplayer i suppose if i had to get rid of one i would much happier happily get rid of single player and just multiplayer game forever because i think i'm brilliant at everything i'm not but. naturally not i mean anything yeah, again, not everything I've, anything i've i've seen again i've seen the clips i yeah. got you dan you, yeah you, and i've played too many shit single player games i'm with dan multiplayer yeah. have we have we put up the clip of dan reversing a truck over himself no no you've got that one i yeah. i lost that one to the uh to the internet oh, I've disappeared got it. forever we, we can share that we, we can, can bring that. that one back we please. can bring it back <laughs> Uh, right anyway that's that's enough of that thank you very much everybody for answering the question next week we're going to start a, a new series of questions which should we should we get, yeah let's get into it let's tease it space. let's tease it for next week no, I, well, so. I was going to say we maybe we could get some community suggestions as well some answers as well that'd be lovely so from next year we're going to go back through the history of xbox uh, next week sorry we're going to go through the history of xbox uh, and each year we're going to pick our game of the year for that year so we're going to skip 2001 because obviously, I imagine it's going to be Halo for pretty much everybody. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll start with 2002, and then we'll work our way up to modern uh, to current day until that should do us until well, you know, towards the end of the year, which would be just about right for this year's one. Splendid. Yeah, right, it should be roughly so, yeah, yeah, so If you want to um, drop us in the comments or uh, hit us up at Xbox Tavern on Twitter, uh, what was your favourite game of on the Xbox of the year 2002? And if you're not Old enough to answer the question, just fuck off, please. <laughs> I'm not interested. Rude. <laughs> you, you young bastards. Don't remind me how old I am, please. Oh, Jesus. Gee, anyway, you don't look a deal over 40. It's fine. Well, well, you can't. Right. <laughs> also, Dead or Alive 3 is better than Halo. I'm joking. It's not really. Oh, you just like Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball for the sports activities. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Where the boobs go one way or the other way. <laughs> right, gentlemen, let's get into what games we have been playing in the current day then, shall we? Yeehaw! Uh, we'll get into Project Game Pass quickly. Obviously, this is our segment, if you're not familiar, where we pick a game from Game Pass and for the month we play it together in theory anyway uh, and then we talk about it and we give it a quick rating at the end of the month uh, last month's was dead by daylight uh, i think we ended up with it fair to fair to middling no we only had a, a very quick go but it was it was quite a lot of fun and oh to me it was a two thumbs up i fucking loved oh, it it was great oh, 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 see look at that um so yeah so you can check out there's an article on the website listing all the previous games however we put up a poll last week on twitters and you lovely fine folk I mean, you gave Cricket 22 no love, but... You didn't give golf with your boys. friends. Damn it. Yeah. Any love <laughs> either. So the options were golf with friends, Cricket 22, uh, what's the other one that didn't win? Grounded. Grounded. Grounded, thank you. Grounded, and then yeah. the one that everybody picked was Trek Diomi, which is yes. a new release. It came out 
what three days ago on Game Pass? Yes, it is. 2D the, side scroller samurai it, adventure. Is this the black and white samurai one? Black and white yes. one, yeah. Um, it's been getting not the greatest reviews from what I've seen, although James reviewed it for us and he gave it a, a pretty decent uh, like and review. Go check that out on the site, xboxdam.com. But we're going to play it for the month of uh, whatever month it is now, May. And we shall get back to it in month and give our own verdicts. Has anybody played it yet? I know Dan's played a little bit. Yeah, but I've played uh, it. I'm playing today, actually. Oh, yeah. I literally have done the tutorial and killed the first person. And that's all I've managed to do. So I will abstain. Dan, thoughts so far? How far? I like it. I really like it. I'm on chapter four now. Chapter four than me. Six six chapters. I, I I told you, I was so looking forward to this game. This is me. 100% 100% um, very kind of inside limbo um, the way the mechanics work uh, Song of Iron kind I of I was going to say it reminds me of a bit of Song of Iron that one yeah um, but that, they've kind of they've stepped it up slightly where kind of Song of Iron kind of done the forward and back mm-hmm. um, transitions with the with the camera this one does that but then also switches the camera so you're walking away from the camera and walking towards the camera so they've kind of yeah. they've done that next evolution um yeah no, I, I love it i have seen people have bugs where they've lost saves or lost yeah. something on the final boss oh so i'm a little bit worried but that's obviously. really worrying if you're getting that far and losing your save yeah but i mean i'm only on Chapter three. Yeah, we're not so expecting you to complete it, Dan. Don't worry, it's fine. Oh, it's okay. It's only a, it's oh, a short game. We're still not, expe- we're still not expecting you to complete it. No, no, I will be completing this game. This no, is no. possibly. I will be. This will could be, depending on what comes out and what I finish, could be my game of the year. I haven't really? started. I haven't yeah, started. I love it. Love it. I haven't yes. started this game yet. I guarantee I finish it before Dan does. <laughs> I haven't even installed this game yet, and I guarantee you I finished before Dan does. I think you can cloud game this one, so yeah, yeah. you're on. Damn right, you can. Yeah, so, um, everyone opposed to that. You're, you're not going to finish it before Dan. No, Dan, no, I believe in you. Daniel, not Dan, prove him wrong. Daniel, um, I believe in you. That's all right. He's got a load of work coming. I'm sending him an email now, so he's got to do all the work first. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, so you've been playing it, obviously. Um, you can see Dan's 20 minutes of uh, gameplay up on on YouTube, I think, which is live now. As well as obviously like the James review, Ian, you said you played a little bit. What's your opinion so far? Um, yes, not. I mean, I haven't really got into the degree story yet. I've done the first chapter. I'm halfway through the second. I think it's still trying to kind of cement the story uh, or cement the what's going around. But so far, the gameplay is quite fun. I do find it a bit um, repetitive, but then obviously, as you go along through the game, you unlock more, I guess, abilities or combos is what they want to call it. Um, so you kind of do a bit more things differently. But then I see something I'll just spam an X and let it die eventually. Nice. There is so. there are some nice mechanics in there, but essentially you could go through this game and potentially just spam X. Yeah, but, but you won't get X. that very far though. So no, I, well, I mean you will you will defeat bosses in the end, but yeah, there is I think there's only one or two that spamming X is yeah. slightly difficult and you have to there's another kind ability of parry and stuff, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So once you unlock the parry, um, yeah, it gets a little bit easier. Or yeah, the backslash so AJ. 
Yeah, I was going to say, have you played? Have you tried it yet, Greg? Have you managed to see if your exploit made it to the full? <laughs> yeah. Right now, I'm looking forward to sort of diving into that it's quite in the near future <laughs> to cheese my way through the game. <laughs> Um, yeah, because we played it at Waz, didn't we? And, and we did. One of the, the one of the moves we got was basically like an instant win button. You, you had no chance of defending against. Them. Oh, is that <laughs> where you're standing one side and someone comes behind you and you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back so you, you fight every enemy that way. You just keep backwards walking into them, and then when they get close to you, you just do that because it's almost like a three hit combo every time. So you oh, always yeah. get the advantage. <laughs> and so me and Jay would just move walking through the whole level. <laughs> 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 it worked. And even the, the I think she was from Devolver or something, the lady that was there at the booth, she's like, ah, you found a good tactic already. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Moonwalk tactic. <laughs> she, she's sitting on her PDA like this. Fuck. Fuck, 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 yeah. fuck, guys, guys, fix this guys, shit. Delete, delete the fucking Fix this, fix this mechanic. <laughs> Reverse slash is too OP. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I did want to try and play some more, but obviously with live being down and stuff, I don't have much chance. Next week, we should talk about it more. Quite However, a fun game to actually do maybe oh, like a speed one so you can get it first. Like, maybe do like, maybe do like a chapter or yeah, wow. start, start at the same time. I think me and Jake did that, didn't we, when we were like, playing it? Yeah. So who can get to the queue and kill the boss first? Like, I'm tired. He's like running back to the boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. think that would be quite fun to do all four, five of us. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised he made it to the boss. He didn't even make it to the boss when I was with him. No, I was getting my ass out. But that's because I didn't know the checkpoints for this. So I, every time I died, I went right back to the beginning. It, did, um... it took me like four or five turns before I even knew you could save. Uh, like, a oh, yeah. So the that's where you got your health back as well. You yeah. Too. Yeah. The yeah. shrine to use. Or if you do a finisher, you get your health back. You get some health back, like four, four, three nodes or four nodes. Oh, is that a roguelike? No, no. no it's oh, not roguelike. Fuck. No. no. no yeah. <laughs> I was just about to a, regret uh, confirming that I was going to beat Dan to finish <laughs> it there when I heard that. I was like, fuck. Just a traditional platform, which is, which is uh, so far, obviously, as we've heard, decent. Right. Let's get into other games we've been playing, shall we? And let's go with... Oh, Christ. Ross, go on, let's get you out of the way. What's wrong with my game? <laughs> Nothing. I mean, you could, have picked a, you could have picked a good one, but... Look, I would. I, oh, here we go. I stand by that it's not that bad. All right, okay. It's Just not the animations. Well, well, yeah. It's not the best in all the fucking series, but at the same time, Mass Effect Andromeda does add some amazing pieces to the actual series. Right, the combat's the best in regards to the cover system. Shut up. Combat system's brilliant. The way that the biotics use their powers is awesome. The gunplay is the best. It just lets itself down in other aspects. Quite a few other aspects, mainly the most important things for Mass Effect, but it's not the worst game I've ever played. So I thought, (laughs) having played the Legendary Edition and lived the trilogy to its fullest potential, I thought, right, fuck it, I'm going to go back in, I'm going to play Mass Effect Andromeda, and I'm going to see if it's as bad as I remember it being. <laughs> it's not. Special, special guest Pete's sitting at home right now, sort of twitching. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Does, does he like Andromeda? He played uh, it. Yeah, I think <laughs> he, <laughs> does, he does quite like it, yeah. Look, I, I, have, it's, I have my gripes with it, okay? I mean, I like the fact that they've they've... They've tried not to play it safe. They've introduced new races, quite a few new races, which they quite could have just stuck with the ones that everybody loves. 
they could have explored more any characters that had, or not characters but races that had already been mentioned so we could have had a lot more Drell, Hanor, Elcor, shit like that but they didn't they decided to go and make like the Ankara the what's the fuck I can't remember the name of the baddies shit mind blank um they've decided that they wanted to go and try and make some sort of completely new sort of adventure to go through which I respect them for didn't work out as well as it probably could have but there's poten- there was potential there for them building on what Andromeda was going to be the biggest issue I had with it is everything seemed like it was planning for the future and I'm not saying the original series didn't do that but there was nothing like dropped in in Mass Effect 1 that was leading you towards 2 and 3 it was very clear that there was the Reapers the Reapers were then, or the next one was going to be like Sovereign was going to be taking in the next one. Then they introduced the Collectors out of nowhere. There was no like mention of the Collectors in the first one. What I hated about Andromeda was it referenced the Quarians and shit like that, but you never seen anything about them. You never met a Quarian the whole time. And it was like, but these are a massive race for the first three games and you've mentioned them in this one, but they don't exist. And it was little bits like that that they missed the mark with. But, Still not the worst game I've ever played. And is it in a better state now than it was when it very first released? Because they did a lot of patching and stuff. In the thing is, right, the facial animations are always going to be facial animations. They're shit. <laughs> There's no two ways about it. The way some of the characters look is atrocious. Like, being an OG Mass Effect, when you when you think of certain races, you, you associate them with how they should look. Krogan should look like Rex, even though there's other Krogans that look different than Rex, they still look similar. The Krogan that's in Andromeda looks f- totally fucking different. Like, no, even a wee bit different. Massively different. Same way um, Asari. You, you associate it like Benezia, Liara, whoever it may be, you associate that as how an Asari should look. And then you get PB, who's totally fucking different. And then you've got the worst... Uh, and I've just remembered myself about it. You've got the worst Scottish voice actor in the fucking world as your crewmate. And you're like, I get I'm appreciating that there's a Scots person in it, but it's fucking oh, it's cringe worthy everything you have to speak to. Is he literally like sipping iron brew and munching on haggis? No, it's worse than that. It's worse. It's what Americans think Scots sound like. So it's like summon pagan stuff. Freedom. It's no, no. That that's thing. I wouldn't mind if it was freedom. I wouldn't mind if it was coarse and rough, like you would associate. It's posh Edinburgh type Scottish, like it's English with a Scottish accent, and it fucks me off so much. Like fuck you, Susie. Susie, who the fuck is called Susie for Scotland? Fuck you. So yeah, I, that that grinds my gears about that. But no, it's it's the worst of the Mass Effect games. But for a space adventure RPG, it's nowhere near the worst one in that genre. It it could have done with just being called Andromeda, and I reckon people would have loved it. Yeah. You tag Mass Effect on it, you've gave yourself issues. Oh yeah, especially after how the third game ended and, and exactly. the whole trilogy over years and then you kind of... They had to smash... Had they made the ending of three fantastic, they could have got out with so much more to do with Andromeda. You would have had so much credit in the bank. They fucked the end of three, they had to smash Andromeda and they didn't. 
like I say, Scott has great points. I thought the companion type idea with the multiplayer, where you could jump on the app, send your squad mates to go and do X amount of missions, log back into the single player in-game and get the rewards for it in-game. Fantastic idea. Love that. So it had its plus points. It just had too many things to overcome that it didn't do well enough. And I think that's why people look at Andromeda as a bad game. But gameplay-wise, I didn't think it was that bad. Fair enough, fair enough. So at the risk of extending more Mass Effect, how far are you into it now? I am... Oh, fuck. I suppose you don't really need to worry about spoilers, do you? Because let's face it, I'm I'm on the Angaran homeworld. So I've got them. Yeah. So if you've played the game, you'll know how far that is. If not, depending on the way that you do the planets, it's a tricky one. But I've I've probably saved about about another ten, fifteen hours in it. Um. So a good wee chunk of it. I could start progressing towards end game shortly if I wanted to. But being a Mass Effect game, there's shit tons to do. So, but no. If you haven't played it, go in it. As hard as it is, go in it without thinking of a Mass Effect game and just play it for what it is. Enjoy the gameplay and enjoy the worlds that are built. Because the worlds are lovely. Like I say, the Angaran homeworld is gorgeous. It's a rainforest-type place. So it's got loads of beautiful waterfalls and water features, beautiful greenery and stuff like that. So it's a lovely-looking game. It just, yeah. Go in it thinking it's just called Andromeda and take Mass Effect out of it and you will enjoy it. Fair enough. Well, thank you for that browsing speech. Uh, I'm not going to install it again, but I'm sure <laughs> you might have got someone to do it, and I'm sure special guest Pete will uh, let us know his thoughts and opinions at some point soon. Right, Ian. Hello. Oh, he's ears listening. I, was, I wasn't sure he'd pay attention. I thought I'd try and catch him out. No, Ian, I know. I'm here. What have you been playing this week? Well, Maybe your three um, of Chivos. For now, three of Chivos. I've actually, are we, I don't know if we're allowed to, but... Um, He's breaking the walls down. I, uh, no. this, I told you we're we're a multi uh, multi gaming household here. We, yes. we appreciate things of all genres, and, and it gets to start me on the topic as well. So this is another oh, forty Christ. minute conversation. Oh Christ! So for me, basically, I've been wanting to play this for months ever since it first came out. I've had it sitting there on my shelf, and because I've been in this competition, I've been having been on the back burner. But I finally, finally started Pokemon Legends Arceus. So this is obviously a Nintendo Switch game. Um, it's a, very different because you kind of go, you go back in time to like when the Pokemon's first come into light. Um, and they'll see this kind of overworld from Hisu, Hisoyu region, if they want to call it. Yep. Um, and yeah, basically, your character, you go, I think you get stuck in time and you go back in time, you fall from the sky. But it feels really weird where you fall from the sky, and then everyone knows you fall from the sky. And you basically, you're not really coming a Pokemon training, but you're kind of collecting and making the Pokedex. Yep. So yeah. you can kind of go around, and it's very much, it's such a blind of breath of fresh air because no more going to like a linear journey where you follow a path, you get stopped by someone because they looked at you. Fight me! It's like I don't want to fight you. I just want to run around and do stuff. It's all about it's all about catching them all, really. So it's going back to the story of catching them all, and it's quite fun because it's very differently. Because before it was all you know, other journeys where you can catch them all, um, you've kind of got to kind of still go for battles, still go for the gyms. Um, whereas this one, you're kind of free to explore. You do kind of get certain areas as you go along, so you can't access the whole world map as you, at the beginning, you kind of got to kind of do your kind of story mode and you kind of unlock in more areas 
but you're free to kind of roam between different areas and kind of catch as many as you want. There's obviously some Pokemon a lot harder to, to catch because they're more high level. And obviously you need to kind of get your Pokemon that you have on your team a bit high level to kind of catch them or be, be more stealthy. Got the stealth elements in there for Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Creep behind Pokemon and fight Pokeball. Kind of like a backspin, hit them in the back and that's got a better chance of catching them. So yeah, have you played it yet, Ross? I haven't. I've got it installed on my Switch, but I haven't played it yet because I was trying to finish off the uh, Max, or not Max Raid, the Dynamax Raid in Sword and Shield. Mm. So once I'd done them, I was going to jump into this and then I've got Brilliant Diamond to play. Brilliant Diamond? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I've still got that to play, but I've kind of gone straight to Arceus. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. going to do. I was going to do Arceus first. So who did you start with? Piplup, um, Cyndaquil, or I can't remember the L. Oh my God, what is the owl called? Nobody picks the owl, so it doesn't matter. No, because I picked the owl. Why the <laughs> hell would you pick a grass Pokemon? What the fuck is wrong with you? No, because no one, no one. Oh no, because fucking hate Piplup. But Pip you didn't pick Cyndaquil? Cyndaquil, no. No one likes, no one likes Everyone, Everybody it? likes Cyndaquil. Fucking Typhlosion, man. You gotta love that shit. No, yeah, I didn't. Jay. Yeah, Jay. Why didn't you pick that one? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Barbalips. I was gonna I was gonna pick the Flippidiff one, but uh, <laughs> the what? I haven't started yet, you know. You know, it's too easy with that one. No, but it's quite cool because it's different because before in like the other games, like encourage you to catch the same kind of Pokemon. Yeah. So you got to constantly keep catching. Yeah, you carry to catch the same ones, but it kind of encourages you to basically go crazy and play Pokemon every Pokemon, Pokemon you see. But that's I quite like this because this has got different mechanics in it, hasn't it? Like it's got like yeah. alpha Pokemon and things like that, that are like super sized and are harder to catch and harder to defeat, but they have their benefits for catching them. Yeah, exactly. So you catch them, they're a bit more stronger in battle and a bit more fun. Yeah, and you've got your obviously you've got your shinies, which are throughout the course of Pokemon as well. So you've got them as well. Um, just as Jay puts up just wait until Breath of the Wild 2 it does have that sort of look and feel to it doesn't it it has it does, yeah, Breath of the of, Wild oh, yeah. look to it it's crazy that kind of overworld esque look yeah they, they've basically taken inspiration from Breath of the Wild I mean it's a beautiful like, as much as a, a, a Nintendo game will ever be beautiful it's a beautiful game to look at compared to the other Pokemon games in the series which are very basic Um so it's a nice change of pace for that, and it's a totally different spin on what Pokemon is. Yeah, it's much more. It's, I think it's, for me, it's so much more nice where you're not forced to battle every fucking yeah. two seconds. So you're trying, like, you see a path ahead of you, and you see four people on it. And you're going right. What way can I walk through this path, fighting the least amount of people? Like, yeah. I know I can't get past everybody, but do I need to fight all four of them? No, fantastic. Let's go. Yeah, I'm hoping this is what kind of goes from the new ones, uh, Violet. Yeah, I think Scarlet. once because they're kind of going the same field of Arceus, where you know you can free roam and do what you want. So if they confirm that's what the next ones are going to be, then those new ones in the series. Yeah, Scarlet and Violet's next kind of gen, so yeah. gen so, nine. So that would be nice if they brought this because obviously they went back the way with Pearl and Diamond, or Brilliant yeah. Pearl and Shining. What is it, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl or something? Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, yeah. So that's the, the ones where it was like a remake where they kind of make chibi characters. Yeah, which is fine, which is old school Pokemon and people love it, so that's fantastic. But going forward, having a Breath of the Wild type world, like the, the animation that was just like on the trailer, it was like, um, fuck, uh, Gardevoir. No, no Gardevoir, the other one that's 
you can evolve from Gardevoir and Garchomp fighting each other. It's in the wild. It's like the two of them are just standing there going at it. It's not like this swaps out. It's only the two of these. It's static. It's shit like that. It just looks like they've encountered each other in the wild. That going forward would be perfect for Pokemon. It's like what Pokemon... I want to say Pokemon Go, but you know what I mean. You're just walking around and finding Pokemon. What I did like about it is when you do Pokemon Battles, you can actually run around. Yeah, well. that sort of thing. So even when you're fighting World Pokemon, you can run around. But even if you're fighting Trainer Battle, you can just run up to them. Like, well, then you want to start a fight. Let's go. <laughs> Have at it. But yeah, for me, absolutely loved it. Absolutely still loving it. I can't put it down. I think I'm putting about 12 hours in already so far. And that's from Tuesday. <laughs> so, yeah, very much. Uh, it's very different. Because obviously, I'm, at the moment, I'm taking my time with it, just kind of. Maybe a hoarder. I'm just hoarding Pokemon like, your Pokemon, fireball, catch. So, yeah. Hoarding my Pokemon as much as I can be. So, just before I piss his G off even more, how many Pokemon are in? <sighs> I don't know the exact number lots, I want to say. Yeah. I haven't got like, nowhere near the Pokedex. I think some, it's like... Some of the Pokedexes are ridiculous. I know it's like, was it 720 odd Pokemon? That's more than that, is it? Surely... At the moment, there isn't about that, yeah. Wow. Well, a lot to get. I thought it was more than that. Plus, the benefit of this one as well is you don't have to pay £120 to catch all the Pokemon. No. I think the thing the Pokedex for this one is like 300 plus, maybe so, about that. Um, See, I think catch. that's a good level. Like, that's like nice sort of zone. There's currently 908 Pokemon in the National Pokedex. Oh, there we go. It's fucking Back ridiculous. It'll be more than that. It'll be here in a thousand soon. Oh, it's the new just ridiculous. I actually got them all the Pokemon on Pokemon Home. But that's just me being sad. I've never actually looked into Pokemon Home. I probably should. All right, it's not ready. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you allowed it on the show, Jay. This is on you, man. This is on you. This is what you get for Resident Evil. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, it sounds wonderful. Uh, I can't wait to poke them mons. Um, Ian, anything else? And the other game which I well, I want to go noteworthy because I played it for a little bit more than I should have. Um, and again, it's very much similar to what um, we talked about earlier with Ross and Mass Effect and Tromina. I played Metal Gear Survive. I've again, always been a, intrigued by this one. I think this game's got potential, but it never got the following it should have done. It shouldn't have the Metal Gear tag on it. But I think the only reason it had the Metal Gear tag on it is because they use the same world that's in 5 and they kind of have a similar story-esque of it happens is happening during five whilst something's happening during five it happens that time um, other than that really it doesn't need anything to do metal gear what one bit whatsoever yeah i mean it just... looks awesome the premise of it but this, this is the first one they did after the kojima left when it or yes. left i say they parted ways let's leave it at that um, yeah. it got pretty panned in reviews as well i think didn't it yeah yeah, it didn't get much well. It's because I had that Metal Gear tag. I really do think it's what I only, my reason is I think we had to put Metal Gear tag on it to try and sell it and because it's in the same world and stuff. But I think if it didn't have the Metal Gear tag on it, I think it would be un, fall under the wayside and no one will ever think about it or even touch it. Um, but then again, it's Konami, so you'll have thought um, it will get some following at least. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, they're not really, yeah, we're, we're not getting to that. But, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, for kind of a game that's um, Metal Gear, it's actually quite fun. Um, very much survival-esque, um, uh, kind of like toxic air, kind of, you know, you've got kind of, when you first start, you're 
you get a fuck all, you know, you're really shit, you know, you're constantly trying to hoard items and trying to survive as little as possible. Um, but then slowly and slowly you work on your kind of character. I recommend if you ever do start playing it, is just work on this single player storyline as much as you can yeah. um, before you start exploring. Because obviously as soon as you get the game, you can explore wherever you want. But I recommend focusing on the actual single player storyline because that's where you get more resources and get more characters to come into your base. Because um, part of that, you kind of hit like a threshold where you have nothing to worry about after that. And eventually then it's all about just kind of crafting the best items and kind of scavenger hunting. And obviously you can also go online and play co-op missions or missions on your own where you're kind of defending a base and obviously hordes of zombies and um, kind of come attack you. I think they call it, what they? they're not zombies. It's... They're weird like... Yeah, the weird like fucking, fucking horn-red-headed yeah. shit. Yeah, kind of what I can't know what they call them in the game. My mind's gone blank, but... I've put quite a lot of hours in it because I've I've got quite a, quite a strong character. Like I've gone into like like online and I've gone to like those like like beginner lobbies and they were like level three or four and like I just come in my big beastie character and just hack away all these level five and <laughs> level sixty like just one shot them all. <laughs> so I'm like oh thank you for helping me. Like I feel like a, like a knight in shining armor. <laughs> but yeah, the hero we all need. That's it. But yeah, it's all about kind of. You have that kind of base management esque where you kind of got to build like water towers to kind of keep and food like crops and stuff to make sure people get fed in your base and stuff. But then you also got defense missions where you have to defend a like, digger because you're digging for Kuban energy, if you may call it. Yeah. And then obviously you've got to defend them bases, and obviously you've got your kind of online side of things. I've completed the story mode, I completed my story mode ages ago. I kind of just went back in it to kind of finish off the achievements I had in it because there's quite one big beastly one of crafting all the items. So I was crafting all the items. And I went online for a bit. That's what I was telling you about. I went into one of those lower lobbies. A couple of people there kind of like thanked me and messaged. I thought, oh, thank you for helping us with that. So, yeah. Good fun. Good getting in. One of those ones where it's really good, but you've got to work your way to make it fun. If you can yeah. get through that slog at the beginning of where you, you're shit, basically. Um, it's like some of games, like especially the survival games. You know, the survival games aren't great at the beginning. It's when you become powerful and you have all the all the tools you need yeah. probably why i didn't like the game before last week seven days to die because you've got to fucking work your way up to be fucking brilliant yeah whereas i've done that slog and now i'm really good i can just go around and have fun with it all so now if you get prepared. through that it's a great game nice thanks well perhaps some more it sounds like there's still people playing it as well yeah people are still playing yeah some... i'll join the discord server and it's still quite um even for the discord service like I don't know people talking about it. It's like, and they've got like, better cows than me. Like, don't play the extreme level. Like, no, <laughs> I just want to grind. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. Though, like I said, I might go and play some more because I've still got a couple of achievements left in it. So, again, I might just join some of the couple of people I've messaged them saying, Oh, you come let me know when you're on. But again, they're American, so they play like two in the morning. Like, nope, yeah. exactly. <laughs> done that enough in the past. As is, and like, I want to sleep now. Yes, no more times. Sleep is required. Speaking of which. Let's carry on, Joey, because it's getting on a bit. Right, Daniel, wake yes. up. How are you? Hello. Have we finished about Pokemon? Hello there. Um, catch him, catch him, gotta catch him all. So, yeah, so I'm not going to talk about Yomi. I'm not going to talk about Halo Infinite. I'm going to talk about Yoku's Island Express, the uh, games with gold that dropped. Regulars. Oh, it's, um, it's an interesting game. Um so I, when I saw the f- first game with gold, um, I thought it was absolute pants. Jumped into this, 
and it is pretty cool. It is a cross between Ori and a pinball is the only way I could describe it. So as you're going through, you need to collect um, powers, which will then let you get to other parts of the game a little bit like uh, Ori does. However, you can like turn into this ball and it will fire you across the level. There's also bumpers and there's the um, kind of things to flick you up so you can collect extra coins and bits and pieces. It, it's a really weird kind of fun. It's more relaxed than Ori is. And it's yeah, just, oh yeah, I've played it. It's very. It's not as it's not hard space. Yeah, it's not hard. It's not like oh my god, I need to grind to find or I, I've looked in this or searched this area, you know, fifteen times. Why can't I find that power that will get me to the next um, kind of area? This literally, well, I don't want to say hold your hand, but it's a fun way where you can collect your next power to go get the extra bits of fruit so you can unlock the next jumper to bump you across the next part of the map it's um the worst bit is when you get so high up and then you mess up a shot and you go all back down to the bottom yeah, yeah you, like watching the trailer for <laughs> you it, gotta work your way back up again like oh fuck's sake watching yeah, the trailer for it, it's like a combination between like pinball wizard rayman and ori it's like yeah. an amalgamation of the three of them it, it, it's a weird, strange combination, and it's very. It's Team Seventeen. Team Seventeen do they do some great games? They do some kind of gory games, but they've they've always got that kind of foundation of a fun game. No, it is. It is a, for a games of gold title. When I saw this, like, fortunately, I already owned it. It's like, oh, that's a shame I own this one, but still a fun game to play. I'd recommend it. Yeah, it, it's fun. It's cool. I've only done maybe about 20-ish minutes um, of it, but it's enjoyable. So I will return. It's not as good as Street Power Football, but it's still fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I've downloaded that one. I could play that one. So I will take so, back how poo. All day, all hours. Oh, really? Okay. Um, yeah, I'll take back how poo I thought May's Game of Golds were. This game is actually quite fun to play. Nice. Thank you very much. So yeah, it's, is it still on Games of Gold right now? Or is it finished then? I uh, believe still it's there. Deal still there, isn't it? The one that's throughout the month. Is it through the month? Okay. So yeah, yes. it out. this is one through that this month. Yeah, it's the newest Games of Gold. The last yeah. one was Hugh, which was last month. And yeah, nice. Yeah, so if you got Ultimate or Gold, go check it out. Um, upon Daniel's recommendation, sounds like it's a cracking time, Graham. <coughs> Excuse me. Yes. games. And talking of recommendations, uh, the two games I played today was off your recommendations last week. Oh, I'm ready. So I dabbled into both uh, Stanley Parable and Bug Snacks. Oh, and uh, to say it properly. Go on in. Oh, Bug Snacks. Carry on. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, is Bug Snacks very much Pokemon esque as well, isn't it? Kind of. No. Nothing's it, it Pokemon esque. Uh, in a way that you have to sort of they catch the different kind of they're, oh, they're called uh, munch snacks or something like that. They're just basically they're different kind of food, that like kooky foods that are creatures as well. And they repeat their name like Pokemon do. Yeah, they kind uh, of say their own name. Yeah, but like uh, Pokemon. Uh, that, that, that's as far as it gets. The same. It's Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, let me have it. Oh, I don't play it. 
yeah or esque anyway but it's, it's a bit more sort of puzzly and cryptically than sort of the way pokemon is you do have to sort of catch these different snacks because they're creatures as such but they they each have to be caught in a specific way you either have to trap them or trip them up or you have to try and make another other snacks hit that one to stun it to capture it it's yeah there's loads of different bits of that and it's it's fun it's it looks very sort of sort of aimed at child children but some of the puzzles on that bit is just brutally hard unnecessarily hard at some point and it, it doesn't hold your hand or anyway it just tells you oh you need to find this particular one just not roughly the area of where to find it not how to find it and in i suppose in a pokemon-esque way that some of them are only available at certain times of the day as well so you have to contend with that bit as well which is kind of annoying but luckily you can sleep in certain areas to sort of change the time frame of when you need to find them but um yeah so as jay was saying last week you you the characters in there you meet them and basically they've all left town so you have to try and get them to come back to town by any means necessary and usually it involves they like eating a certain kind of snack and then you get to choose which body part you want to change into that kind of snack that they like sometimes they want it so one of them wanted they're in a desert area and they want ice lollipop stick legs so they, their legs don't melt when they run away <laughs> it's just very strange <laughs> i've just watched it and just seen a character with celery legs yeah it's like what the fuck it sounds One like lady, yeah. it sounds like you're a little bit further than i am because i didn't i haven't got to a desert area yet but has there, has there been any hint as to why the limbs and stuff change with the, when they eat the snacks yet because my, I was playing it with Eva, my youngest, and she always, why are their legs changed? Why is, I, was like, I don't know. <laughs> we got to uh, find out. The scientist doesn't, want, that's part of the reason because obviously you're, you're uh, an in, um, a journalist trying to find someone that adventured to the island. Yeah. And that's the reason why they came back because of these sort of mysterious snacks. And the scientist just says that, you know, when you eat them, it has a sort of an, a DNA effect and it changes part of it. And she's invented a gun which allows you to choose which body part to change to that part of the snack but there is a little element in the game where you eat it yourself and instead of it changing anything of yourself you just pass out and say you're allergic to them <laughs> so you can't change your own parts but for most of it that there is the occasional objective that needs you to turn certain bits but most of it just seems to be cosmetic you could just dick around change it around all the different residents into different kind of body parts of fruit and veg yeah. like all the different foods but yeah, it, it's getting really, really harder now. So <laughs> it's no longer sort of child friendly and suddenly becomes a sort of a puzzle that you really have to sort of work hard to sort of capture some of these ones to sort of progress the story. But it's fun enough. Uh, I might sort of get back to try and finishing it off, but it, it definitely ramped up the difficulty somewhat. It wasn't just like as casual as it started off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even in the, at the opening area, I got to again with the youngest kid. She was playing it for a bit, and there was there was a bit where you got to control a ball. I don't. I assume you don't. Yeah, the, the hamster bit. Yeah. Yeah, and that was a bit too tricky, even for just just moving that around. So, and it, to be honest, it's a bit fucking tricky for me as well. <laughs> Getting fucking launching yeah. it off. In the wrong you direction. have to flick between the different tools. You have to yeah. lay down your trap, flick the ball out to knock them through, and then flick back to your trap, and then tr like hit the button at the right time to capture it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's a bit much for most kids. <laughs> But, um, yeah, decent enough though. Quite in, yeah, it is quite enjoyable, but a bit more adult than what the the kiddie look to the game is. And the other one, obviously, the one you raved about last week, the here we Stanley go, Stanley Parable. 
I'm waiting for you to agree with my 10 out of 10 score, which I gave it. <laughs> well, I won't get give it the 10 out of 10 score that you gave it. It is fun and just weird. It's just, it's hard to play a game like that going into it and thinking, how, how do you progress through this thing? Or you just have to accept there is no progression. You don't, you're not playing to complete the game. You're just playing through it to just try and either annoy the narrator that's going on in the background or just seeing how everything just develops. Because even if you try and just stick to the the script, it eventually goes off the rails anyway. That's yeah. like the the first wee part of it. Like so on that trailer that just came up there, it's like it's brilliant. Why? That would spoil it if I told you. And Fiji's description of it, it's like it basically is. You could basically call this game the Stanley Parable, and then instead of having an ultra deluxe edition, after the sucking colons, you could have pissed the commentator off simulator. And yeah, that you, that is basically how Jay's sold it to me. It's like I want to do everything in my power to go against what the narrator wants me to you, do. Yeah. Just to just see to play it how far I can push him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there is a limit because yeah. it goes to a point where I hit a, a loop. Yeah. I mean I, I know to the point where you can't you can't obviously do that through yeah. the whole game. You have to do something to get the game to move forward. But at the same time, I want to do everything I can to get to that point and then accept my fate that I have to move on to the next part. But that, that's only one part of it. Yeah. It's enough for that going against it because there's one part where even the narrator's just turned on the game and the narrator's just slating the game because yeah. you found an area that basically just explains what's in the updated version of Deluxe Edition and all you do is that like, you get to jump 10 times or something like that. And that's whoa, the whoa, other. whoa, let's not... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Spoilers! <laughs> that's <laughs> but then, the but what, what I love about it, like the bit you're explaining there, that it's all played for laughs, and then yeah. you think that like they play it as like, this is literally all we added. Yeah. And then you get past it, and then, oh, there's a bit more, and there's a bit more, and yeah. there's a bit more, and it just goes and goes and goes. And no I mean. matter how many times you go back to the start, every time you play it and you get to an ending, it's different. Uh, that's what I mean. I was joking about that humor. It's sort of that's what it thinks the update is or what the upgrade is. It's just to sort of the game starts attacking itself. And yeah, even like you annoy the narrator so much, even he goes off the rails and he's kind of on your side at some point. So yeah, don't listen to this. This is not what's supposed to happen. And yeah, so and every time you just you think you hit back at the start and you're about to go through a playthrough, you, you think you can play it differently. The whole thing's different anyway. It's like you haven't gone back to a reset where it's literally back to the start. It's quite confusing at times. Yeah. It just goes and goes and goes. Um, I'll talk to you when we finish. I want to ask if you got to a very specific bit yet, but we'll, we'll see. If you're on about the achievement, we have to knock on the door a certain amount of times. No, 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 no. We'll, we'll talk uh, did about you do that on. bit? No, 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 no. no. Uh, okay. We'll, if you uh, try that bit, that bit's a good bit of fun. You should try doing that one. There's a chief for knocking on a door that many times, and the, the director basically the start of it goes, You think that's it? You think I'm going to give you achievement for that? <laughs> You're going to have to do this, and he makes you jump through a lot of hoops to get yeah. that achievement. <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing, like, there's always maybe not a game free. <laughs> uh, no, no, I've seen that there's one achievement where you've got to change the settings to every single different bit of setting. Like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Sake. yeah, I tried to do that, and I got bored about halfway through, so I'm not doing it. And then the, the favorite <laughs> achievement, Ian is you've got to not play it for 10 years. 
Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, you play it and then don't can... play. Or, or play for the whole day of Tuesday. Oh, yeah. So you can start <laughs> the game on Tuesday and don't play the whole scheme <laughs> on the game for the whole Tuesday. Like, what the fuck? Do you know if you can do, like, the skip? Like, I remember on Batman... I yeah, you can change City, the console. And the calendar man achievement, you could just change the in-game, yeah. like, your menu calendar to that. Go and visit calendar man and give you your speech and do that for every date that you needed to do. And then you got the achievement that way. Some some people already have that achievement despite it only being out for about a week. Right, so, so you I think can that, obviously. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, you can. That would be a bastard otherwise. The Tuesday one you have to play on a Tuesday because so, you can't change it. So the but Tuesday the one, you can. I take the Tuesday one, you just turn it on at midnight or one minute past midnight, leave the game running. Before, it's, yeah, before, it's for, before Tuesday hits. You have to start it and then you'd leave it on all the way for all the Tuesday. I mean, that wouldn't be hard to do. Just leave the game running and then fuck off somewhere and that'd be it. Or well, the price of electricity. Idea. I was going to say, you could just play the game because it's fucking awesome. Well, um, yeah, but I some think... of us have to work. Nah, balls, they'll understand. <laughs> just say Stanley Parable's cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, 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 I want to ask you more questions, but again, I don't want to ruin it for anyone else who's listening or yeah, watching. Right massively now. interesting concept. Obviously, it's not your standard type of game. So it's just... Yeah, to watch it turn on itself and just fall in. It's just a, a different way of playing a, a game that you're not like a, a style that you don't really get a hang of. And, and, and then, the, if so, Karen. No, that's it. It's just, it isn't what you kind of, you never kind of expect it. You kind of think you've got the hang of it, what, what's going to happen or where it's going to turn. And yeah, there's so many out of just mental different things that happen. And it's good because you think it could get boring if they kept doing certain bits and early on it is a bit sort of dry but once you sort of put the time in through it it becomes way way better and uh, what i i think i said last week or whatever but what i like is that everything you think well if i do this there's not going to be a, a result for that but there always is there's very few instances where i found well if i just don't leave this room for a minute are they going to have thought of that and normally they have there's only one or two where I found where I'd sit and nothing's happening. So, okay, so I've literally got to go. Like there was one I found like the, the other day. Yeah, that mm. broom closet, which is a, a very early and a good example. But there was one at a certain point you go down a lift, and when you get to the lift, it sort of explodes and it makes it look like you can't go back up. But if you try to go back up, you can. And then that then leads into more dialogue and more and, and a whole completely different ending which went places i couldn't even begin to describe just because i decided to go back up a lift rather than follow the story forward um and it's just little things like that I, that's why i love it so much it's brilliant fucking brilliant game there we go nice yeah. so uh, i know obviously graham's played so he's, he's enjoyed it anyone else actually played it yet or planning on playing it i plan on playing it again i played it back in the day but i'm planning on playing it I feel like come the show next weekend, I've probably played it as well. Oh, well I've probably could do a spoiler cast on it. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to have... You are selling it to me that I need to jump into this game just to see how frustrated the like narrator gets with you. Just cause that it's not, it's not even just, just frustration. It's just, just so clever how they everything you try, there's, they've got an answer for, and then some, and then it just goes and goes and goes. But we, we could talk about the same problem. Right? Uh, Graham, anything else? Or was that all you've been playing this week? Uh, well, other than the original, but I can't bring it up for a third week in a row. Wow, well, yeah, I know. We're, don't we'll, do it. Don't do we'll, it. We'll, yeah, have don't a, do we'll have a bumper FIFA Ultimate Team session next week, shall we? Wait a minute, does somebody <laughs> say FIFA Ultimate Team? <laughs> well, 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 anyway, it's my turn now, motherfuckers. Shut up. <laughs> uh, right, well, I've, I've only really played one thing this week, apart from Stanley Parable and Fortnite, Fortnite. obviously, which we've already talked about a lot. 
which is a game called Paratopic, which is out, I think, next week. It's been out on Switch for ages. I actually bought it for the Switch last year sometime when it was on sale and I never actually got around to playing it. It's a first-person short, i.e. it's like 40 minutes long, narrative kind of horror thriller type thing. And you can only play it in one sitting. There's no save state. So when you start it, you've got to go to the end. You can't come back to it at any point. Which again, because it's only 40 minutes long, no problem. Um, And it's about you're a smuggler in this weird twisted world and instead of drugs or guns or whatever it's vhs tapes and so when the people put the vhs tape in and watch it it affects them almost like a drug like it sends their mind loopy and their body goes crazy um and one person i saw watch the tape sort of turned into uh what's those things from almost like a silent hill creature it's like fucking weird things coming out of the head and that but that they, they get off on that they, they enjoy it and they, the whole point is you're smuggling these tapes for, for the sale of like on the black market whatever but it goes really weird places it all the characters are it's all like playstation one sega saturn style poly, polygonal visuals so it's all real basic real chunky graphics and that but they've sort of scanned people's faces onto the characters and the way they move it's almost like a fever dream rather than like a static face, like the head will stay still and the face will be sliding back and forth along it. It's very, very strange to look at. Um, and I'm not sure that I enjoyed it all that much. It like I said, it was short, but it was, it was almost like one of those experiences where it's weird for the sake of being weird. Doesn't, doesn't really say anything or doesn't really, there's no point to it as it were. Like it, it sort of the scenes chop and change. Apparently, I was reading from the store description. You play as three different characters. I had no idea until I read that. I played through the whole thing. I just assumed you were the same person. Just for, like then the scenes were just chopping and changing, kind of like a movie. Um, there's dialogue choices to make along the way which affect certain bits, but I don't think it affects like the outcomes per se. Um, it just gives you a bit more flavour to the experience. Um, and then there's some real basic, not necessarily puzzle. It's more exploration of small areas which feels a bit dragged out there's one bit well sorry there's two bits where you're driving a car down a motorway and you listen to the radio and and everybody talks but it's all like <laughs> weird like you can't actually understand what they're saying so it's and, the basically yeah but there's no sub no subtitles or anything so it just goes for what five minutes and all you've got to listen to is either some really crap music or a radio show where two people are talking but they're all talking like that and you can only make out like one word every every sort of 30 words something and i was like well i think my game's broken because nothing's happening and it turns out you just need to wait for this fucking drive to finish before it cuts to the next scene um and this this it, despite listed being listed as a horror and a lot of big sites were giving it some big praise i think in 2018 when it come out Saying the most it important, looks dreadful. Yeah, the most important horror game of the year, and most you know, it was sticking the memory. I just, it's just, it's all right, but I, I feel like it's sticking memory for the wrong reasons. Yeah, a lot. Of, yeah, it's, like I said, it seems to be getting a lot of love, but it's, like said, it's not. It's not bad. It's probably worth playing if you're into those weird little experiences, but it's not something that I would recommend. Let everybody rush out and play because it's more very niche in its approach um looks so bad i think you've killed that (laughs) it's um yeah like i said the 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 publisher uh, is botoro games which who published fatum betula a few months ago which i played which again was weird 
Fatumbitula, I think it was oh, called. Fat- I was at Fatima. I was like, what? Uh, it's um, that was like a, a another short weird experience, but that had some puzzles and some different outcomes and stuff. With this one, I'm pr- I think anyway, it's just the one outcome. Uh, you can just slightly twist the tail as you go. So yeah, I wouldn't recommend it necessarily, but it's only a couple of quid and it's out next week. And if you like weird little experiences, Chivos as well, Ian, just for you. Pretty easy to get, I think, but they don't unlock until you finish a full playthrough. What? So so I got right to the end. I was like, well, why are none of the achievements unlocked? Not that I care, obviously. I just thought I'd have a look. And then as soon as I hit the actual end of the game and started again, all of the achievements from the, the runner just did pop all at once. So you don't know, you don't like know that. The, yeah you don't know that you've actually hit the unlock until you've finished the whole the whole run through by the looks of it um, cheeky 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 indeed but again it's only short it's only about 40 minutes and that was going pretty slow you could probably do it a little bit faster than that speed yeah. run speed run indeed 40 minutes you say 40 <laughs> yeah. minutes yes um, and that's but, about it really i'm trying to think i don't think i played anything else other than uh, again as i said Fortnite and, and bits like that yeah. Is it better or worse than the, the other game of theirs, Ash Ketchum, whatever you said it was? What? Ash Ketchum? What are you about? I don't know. You said the game, the other name of the game that you Oh, played. no, no. I prefer Fat and Bitula, definitely. Yeah, that's my word, but it's better. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's definitely better than, um, what was it, Promisa? That, Promisa? Yeah, right. that was shocking. But yeah, it's a, it's it's almost along those I ain't lines. no vampire way. Well, no. Nothing is, is it? Nothing can be. That, that I was thing. I was looking at the worst games rated ever, and that game came up, and I was sort of went down a rabbit hole reading about it. And I was like, <laughs> I feel bad for people who actually played that game. Yeah, don't. yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> not just played. I bought that game when it was on. Not on, it was like a not on offer thing. Ouch! It. it sucked so bad. Yeah, the cover sound, art was, sounded yeah. terrible. Apparently, yeah, like, like you said, did you not see the cover art looks pretty good? Uh, well, not that it was just. Uh, the, oh, they sell you on it. Cover yeah, just it was just a bit sold on it. It's like, oh, vampire rain. You kind of shooting vampires and stuff. I was like, okay, yeah, and then it's like, oh, it's stealth. Oh, what a backfired there. And then it's like, not even a good stealth. <laughs> not even really good, yeah. shit stealth. And then <laughs> they give you a water pistol to take out a vampire. You might as well just be squirting water around. <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah. Well, we, we might look for that one in the game of the year list when we get to that year. Oh yeah. Uh, However, I think that's all the games we've been playing this week. Uh, as I said, we've got a few reviews and stuff up on the, ty- up on the site, even, uh, including Trek to Yomi by James, given 8.3. It, so he was one of the higher ones I've seen on it. Uh, MotoGP 22 by our good man Carlos. Santana. Uh, Slipstream by Ross. And we Dan, is that giveaway still going on? Yes, uh, Monday till 8, 8 p.m. Cool. So Ross uh, reviews Slipstream, which is like an old school arcade racer type thing uh, in the vein of like Outrun and stuff like that. Give an 8.5, quite very high on it. I really enjoyed it. And the uh, developers were kind enough to give us a few codes to give away. So if you head over to Twitter at Xbox Tavern uh, and you can find it on there, I'm sure Dan will put some sort of link somewhere for you to check, click as well. Um, but yeah, there's a few things you got to do to enter to win a code for the game. And it looks pretty decent. Yes. And uh, and yeah, as I said, Stanley Parable, 10 out of 10, best game ever. Right. If you not want to pick up new games like Stanley Parable and play that all the time, you can go to Game Pass and play some new games and things and stuff that have come to there. So, Ross, 
Did you, game. Did you I, forget I, who did the game pass there? I, <laughs> I was like, shit, who do I need to speak to? What the fuck? Russ, tell me what's come to are game you, pass. Are you sure it's me? Are you yeah, 100% sure? Right, so I'll not bother looking at the, the recap. So for next week, um, we have, so 10th of May, I'm going to butcher this one because it's a bastard of a name, Danganronpa 2. Sounds about right. Ramper, yeah. Goodbye Despair Anniversary Edition coming on console, PC and cloud. Ayudin Chronicle. Fucking hell, they picked some names for this one, oh, didn't they? they? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ayudin Chronicle there, Rising, May 10th, console, PC and cloud. This War of Mine, Final Cut, May 10th, console, PC and cloud. NHL 22, May 12th, again, console, PC and cloud. Fuck me. Yumarangi Generation Special Edition. Um, May 17th, console and PC. So that's the ones that will be coming up and then more coming nearer the end of the month. The big one that we need to worry about for the end of the month, though, is Sniper Elite 5, May 26th. Yeah, but... That is, I would be very shocked if not for June's Game Pass, uh, Project Game Pass game. We'll see, won't we? Maybe we'll put it to the polls. No, we won't. We will just be playing Sniper Elite 5. (laughs) All right, well... I like that idea. (laughs) Well... I know Graham's well excited about that, but what he's not excited about is things leaving Game Pass. <gasps> Ian. Ian, Hi. tell me. Games leaving Game Pass, we have Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, the Definitive Edition. We have Steep. We have Final Fantasy X and X2. We have The World of Heart. We have The Catch, Carp and Coast Fishing, Jamie's favourite. Enter the Gungeon. And remnants from the ashes. Did you say World of Hearts leaving? Yes. Shit the bed, I better get on it. <laughs> When's it leaving? <laughs> it's leaving I've this, it. well, five, ten or seven days. Oh, I might be able to do it. I've had that installed since it come in. <laughs> I've never even started it. Oh, I need to play that. Okay. Cool. All Is right, it? Well, yeah. Go on. percent if you buy it while it's in Game Pass. Ka-ching! Oh, see if it's a good first day. But. Do it. Speaking of games that we really should get to play in, especially free games would be good. Graham, what's coming to Games <laughs> yes. of Gold? Or what is in Games of Gold? Uh, yeah, Games of Gold. We've still got Hugh available until May the 15th. We have Dan's favourite, Yoko's Island Express, available on May the 1st to the 31st. The Inner World, The Last Wind Monk, is available from May the 16th to June the 15th. Uh, Hydro Thunder Hurricane, available from May the 1st to 15th. And Viva Pinata Party Animals from May the 16th to the 31st. Nice. So, some decent games there. Apparently, that Hydra Thunder's was really good. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen like people commenting, obviously, about. Um, da, da, da. I'd seen people comment about uh, Yoko's Island Express and the Inner World, but now I'm seeing a lot of people plucking up saying, oh, wait a minute. Hydro Thunder used was on Games with Gold before, but it's actually a really good game, so don't piss all over it. Yeah, so go check them out again. Free games is free games. What are you going to do? Play it and not like it? Oh, no. Anyway, <laughs> I think that's about it. That'll do us for this week. Thank you very much. If you made it all the way to the end of the show, you're a fucking hero and we love you. Um, we have been Xbox Tavern and this has been Xpod Tavern, episode 77. Uh, you can find it, as I say, on youtube.com. Xboxtavern.com. Uh, just Jeeves, Xbox Tavern and whatever we do will come up, hopefully. Uh, including Dan's lovely pictures that he's working on. Mm. 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 Yeah. Yes. 
thank you very much uh and i've been jamie and you can also follow everybody else on twitter and stuff ian hello you can follow me and natty ray ross chaotic 8389 graham uh, Gray reaper and daniel chocolate bear 80 i am asking next and and obviously at xbox tavern that would be wonderful all right yes. say goodbye everybody ross ciao peoples dan au revoir graham Oh, <laughs> uh, Ian. and goodbye. We love you. I love you. Hello. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. See you next week at eight pm. Ish. Thank you.